views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Everyone, welcome. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I want to thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on, doing all the really cool things that you do. It's so awesome, awesome, awesome to have you here today. Uh, one of the things that's kind of really cool about what we're doing with the Dr. Pat Show and Transformation Talk Radio is that we are mapping out an incredible venue for the remainder of the year and all through next year. One of the things I've said a ton about is the the idea that so much emphasis has been put on 2012. I really want to want to make sure that we don't lose sight that when January 1st, 2013 comes, it really begins the rest of our lives after 2012. And so we're planning this and planning conversations for all of you. You know, the last two weeks of December, we have a just complete blowout blowout shows for all of you that we're planning with the hosts on the Dr. Pat show on many, many, many of the Transformation Talk Radio venues. And we're asking some of our networks like Voice America, like BBS Radio, like CRN, so many of them to partner with us on a special campaign, which you all will hear a lot about. You know, today I get to have a conversation with someone that, let, let me just say, you know, I don't always, you know, get on the show and say I'm talking to, uh, you know, a, a doctor here that is completely out of the box. But I'm pr- I'm very proud and honored to say that in some circles that is probably true of Dr. Eric Maisel. And the reason that Dr. Eric Maisel is a little bit out of the box, and I would say probably he would probably say, you know what, I think I'm like, I think I've created like a new box is because he's talking about something so innate, something so wonderful that many, many, many people experience, and that is natural psychology. What does that even mean? Is that, you know, is that an oxymoron in itself? A friend of mine said to me once before when I used the term positive psychology, he turned around to me and he said, that's impossible. You can't talk about positive psychology because if it's positive, it's not psychology. And I thought to myself, all right, I am probably going to be in the wrong school of psychology when I finish. But Dr. Eric is someone that has taken on a mission, a big mission. If you were to look at his resume, his activities, what he's done, and by the way, he and I have something very important in common. We were both born in the Bronx. Um, he is revolutionizing our thinking about psychology. And you're going to hear today why that is. You know, when we look at this idea of what it means to, to live in the world of anxiety and depression and not to be sleeping at night and, and to be, you know, to fear all the time and to look on the shelves of so many people, you have to scratch your heads and say, do we even know what we're taking for this stuff? So today, we get to have a conversation about natural psychology. You know, he is someone 
that loves public speaking. You're going to hear him in a minute. He plays a mean game of table tennis, and I will tell you the match is on, Dr. Eric. And oh, how are you? <laughs> I, I, you and I, I can't believe. Are you like my, my brother? Well, I, I grew up on Kelly Street, so is that near you? If you grew up on Kelly Street, we'll have to investigate this. Exactly. I grew up on Huntington. Well, after we moved, you know, from under the L, I moved uh, to to the by Throg's Neck, East Tremont Avenue, and uh, Huntington. Went to PS fourteen. Yeah, I think Colin Powell grew up on my street, so he may be our long lost brother, also. I think he could be. But the table tennis thing is what I've got to talk to you about. <laughs> That we can save that for later on in the show. Right. Well, it's the way it's the way I flunked out of college. I played a little bit too much ping pong. You, it is the reason I didn't go to college, <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Eric. Oh my gosh, it's so great to have you here. Thank you for for joining us today on the show. And you know, certainly uh, reading your book and uh, one of your books because there are many of them, but definitely reading about natural psychology, the new psychology of meaning is an important body of work. I, I want to start out by asking you, look, some of us come out of the gate, we spend a lot of years in school studying psychology, we come out of the gate, and our institutions are ready to ban us from ever going back because we've taken a different look at psychology. What has this journey been like for you? Were you like a maverick from day one, or did you find support in the educational institutions? Maverick is probably not the right word. I was simply curious, and sitting in on you know counseling classes, therapy classes as a as a student learning uh, to become a therapist, yeah, the instructor would say things, and I would be the only one in the class raising my hand and asking the question, "What does that mean, or how does that work or I found everyone else to be really incurious and just wanting to get their degree and then their license and move on. So that doesn't seem like radical maverickness to me. It was just a certain curiosity and disbelief, I guess, about what I was hearing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if the instructor said, here's the definition of a mental disorder, and I heard it and it made absolutely no sense to me, you know, I would raise my hand and say, what does that string of words actually mean? And, of course, there was no answer. The answer would be, that's what the American Psychiatric Association calls a mental disorder, and let's move on. Right. So, as I say, it doesn't feel very mavericky to me, but I was really surprised by how there was never a hand raised in any class about anything. Well, and and I just want to share this little thought with you. You and I, I swear we must be related. You and I went through the same experience in school. And, you know, the good news for me is there were some of us that were admitted into this program all in the same year that came from a business perspective. We we were what you call older students in a in a in what some people call a really pretty good school. But we did raise our hands and we were called Mavericks because we were asking questions that really challenged the old way. Mm-hmm. Now you may not see yourself as a Maverick, but you gotta know that you just don't ask questions in school, Doctor Eric. <laughs> no, absolutely. And um I had I had an I have many degrees. And I had an earlier degree, an earlier master's in um, creative writing, 
And I would sit in the back of literature classes, which are in some ways even worse than mental health classes. <laughs> and I would find myself whistling loudly out loud. I mean, I was quite a rude student in, in the literature classes, but then I was a younger <laughs> person then, so I got to be a little ruder. But I don't know, if again, if it was maverickness or just not believing what I was hearing right, and, right. you know, raising my hand. Right. Um, now but I don't take you on, think you that's know, courage, Dr. Eric? Let's talk about this for a minute because, you sure. know, it really relates to the body of work that you've done. Don't you think that that is a courage that we certainly could use a lot more of right now in our academic institution, institutions? You know, that um, idea to you raise bet. your hand and really ask questions. You bet. And um, traditionally, uh, whistleblowers don't do that well. No, no, you know, I there, know. <laughs> there, are, there are real repercussions, and I think everybody understands that, so they... Mm-hmm are careful not to blow the whistle, if, if they've even noticed there's a whistle to blow. But let's say they do notice that, mm-hmm. let's say, and I think your listeners know what the DSM is, but I'll just say it more clearly, mm-hmm. the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual that therapists, psychiatrists, psychologists use to, so to speak, diagnose and treat. If you are someone who uses the DSM and you read it and you realize that it doesn't make a lot of sense, it's really hard to blow the whistle on that. But let me just say parenthetically, you probably yeah. know that the new DSM, the DSM-5, is supposed to come out in 2013 right. with scores and scores of new mental disorders, all right. kinds of new mental disorders just created out of whole cloth by folks sitting around in a room. And many therapists are not happy with this. In fact, right. 10,000 professionals have signed petitions saying, let's take a second look at the DSM-5. Let's not do this. Let's not do that. So there is some courage in numbers there. But, you know, I think that the institutions, the, the pharmaceutical institutions, the, eight, the American Psychological Association, American Psychiatric Association, are going to do a beautiful job of stonewalling. They're going to let this little storm of protest pass, and all the disorders that they want will still come to be in 2013. And virtually everyone, one of these days, will have some mental disorder label. Well, I know I have a few, Dr. Eric. <laughs> you know, I'm trying, I know that could, that sounds kind of silly, but it's not really silly. Um, no, yeah. Let, let me let me just piggyback on that, if I may. Yeah, and that is, I, I did a book called Rethinking Depression earlier this year, and as yes. a joke, almost, I created a mental disorder around uh, boredom. And I said, here's how you could make boredom into a mental disorder in two seconds flat. Well, here's life imitating art. In the DSM-5, they're in fact going to make apathy a mental disorder. So you can turn any unwanted thing into a mental disorder by just one or two tricks of language. And we just have to be so careful about this because it's going on all around us all the time. Well, you know, this is part of the conversation and reason why I was so excited to have you on the show, uh, because you're absolutely right uh, in terms of, I, I mean, it's, I, I have to say it's really actually really scary. It's scary. It's scary for those that, that know about it. And, you know, it, it's, even, it's even scary for the people that don't know about it that don't know to be scared. You know what I'm scary saying? For, scary for our kids. You know, <laughs> totally. They're going to be new, you know. Childhood bipolar disorder diagnoses, I think, childhood bipolar disorder, that is manic depression, has increased as a diagnostic category 40-fold in the last year or so. That is, 
you know, if, if your kid is up one minute and down the next minute, well, now you've got a mental disorder label for the child and medication to take. It's very scary. It's, it's one thing for adults to buy into this. I mean, I, I think we have a certain responsibility as adults to see through this. But it's another thing for kids who have absolutely no power in this to be on five or six simultaneous psychiatric medications. I think it's pretty crazy. I think it's pretty crazy. I agree with you. Uh, and, you, you know, th- this is something you and I really need to sit down and chat about offline because, you know, for, for me, go to the other end of the spectrum. The minute that you turn 65 years old, you enter a whole new realm of mental illness. Anybody that's out there right now that has any kind of, let's just call it a little moment in their lives, they're automatically put in front of people that, you know, classify, question, wonder, can you take care of yourself? You know, what is going on with you? And then you enter a system that is so horrific, Dr. Eric, so horrific, there's no one to bail you out. This is what today's show is about, folks, because exploring natural psychology, what does that mean? It is the new psychology of meaning. Why is it important? It's important because you can take back your lives. Dr. Eric Maisel joining me here today. We'll be right back with the show. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Change your coffee experience forever with Kamano Island Coffee Roaster. Fair trade, certified organic, shade-grown delicious coffee. The Kamano Island Coffee Roasters are giving back. Receive a free pound of the most popular single origin coffee, Papua New Guinea, to the first 250 callers. The number is toll-free, 855-438-8671. Just pay $8.95 shipping and handling, and you can try triple certified coffee for yourself. The number is toll-free, 855-438-8671. This is a free pound of coffee that retails at $16.95. Once you've tried this coffee, you will automatically be enrolled in the Coffee Lovers Club for free and will always receive free shipping and nearly 30% off retail of your coffee orders. This coffee is going to knock your socks off. That number again is 855-GET-TOP-1. We say top one because this coffee is the top 1% grade. That's 855-438-8671. Are you ready to shift your life 180 degrees and bring more joy, more love, more money, and more happiness to your life? This can be your reality when you love yourself enough to experience our Essence of Gratitude Diamond Combo. Gratitude is on a mission to create a partnership between the hearts of all human beings. Wouldn't it be wonderful to cultivate this state of being every single day and not only on specific occasions? Give yourself or a loved one this priceless gift, our diamond combo that includes all our creations and transforms your life in health, wealth, creativity, and enriched relationships. Awake the spark of joy and happiness during this holiday season and be part of a viral sharing as we spread the essence of gratitude around the world. Visit our shop for our special holiday offer at explorationgratitude.com. 
Have you ever considered what money and sex have in common? Brenda St. Louis, founder of Know That You Know, explores the energies of debt, money, sex, and our bodies. In her four-week intensive, Debt Into Delight, Getting Intimate With Your Digits, she tickles all those places we don't want to look at, infusing everything with exuberance. Would you be willing to have more money? Would you be willing to have more of you? Explore more of Brenda St. Louis at knowthatyouknow.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I want to just say before we get into this next conversation with Dr. Eric, you know, I had the opportunity to read uh, several uh, bodies of his work um, uh, several weeks ago, actually. And for the first time in my professional career and in my life, I got a sense that a lot of the things that I was feeling and experiencing, you know, were right. And what I mean by that, you're going to hear about it today, because those of us that study psychology or have studied psychology, you know, we're, we're kind of groomed in a certain way. And at some point, we just lift our heads up and say, there's something not right about what we're learning. And so out of the gate, you have the work of Dr. Eric Maisel. You have, you know, bodies of work that come on radio for me now, going on nine years. It'll be 10 years next year about positivity. You know, why is it I come out of a PhD program, Dr. Eric, that studies psychology, I stumble upon a radio show, and I make a commitment to dedicate my life to positive messages. Um, maybe, maybe the study of psychology got to me. What do you think? <laughs> well, you you led me right into one of my main themes, and where natural psychology comes from is the idea that all psychologies—Freudian psychology, Jungian psychology, positive psychology, etc.—have not focused on our human need for meaning sufficiently. They don't really talk about meaning. Maybe only existential psychotherapy talked about it a bit, but actually it fell short. Mm -hmm. Natural psychology starts with the idea that we're ready for this profound paradigm shift from seeking meaning to making meaning, and that we want to make meaning, but not any old meaning. We actually want to make value-based meaning. And I think your show was your opportunity to make value-based meaning. You made a decision. You made a commitment you decided that your time on earth would be served by, you know, doing this show. And I think that's exactly how we reduce our distress and make ourselves proud, is by making decisions about where we want to make meaning and having that meaning be based on our values and principles. So that's maybe a long-winded way of saying that, that the thing that you did so pleased you because it actually served your meaning needs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this has really been a beautiful, beautiful journey. And as you know, you know, this is a a, a different world that we get to step into when we actually look at a broader sense of things. During the break, you and I were talking about um, a a couple of things to really think about uh, and some of the changes that are going to be happening in 2013 in the in the world of psychology, some of the diagnosis. And I said to you, this is really scary. And I said, it's so scary that people are not even going to know it's scary. It's just going to happen. Can you talk to this a little bit and how it goes so against natural psychology in so many ways? 
Sure. Um, what we were talking about, I think specifically, I was mentioning that in the old days, namely currently, grief was a depression exemption. If you lost a loved one, lost a child, lost a mate, you got to grieve without it being called a mental disorder. In the DSM-5, the intention is to make grief a mental disorder so that you have some extra new paying customers. And this is such an, such an egregious um, use of power that even Lancet, the, the big medical journal Lancet, said if, if the DSM-5 is going to continue and go along and, and, and make it happen that grief becomes a mental disorder, that maybe the DSM-5 should not be used by anyone. Mm. So, so, the, so the level of contra- <clears throat> the level of controversy is high, but only a handful of people are actually, you know, embroiled in this controversy. It would be wonderful if more people did the simple thing of looking up the American Psychiatric Association definition of a mental disorder to see if it makes any sense to them. That would be a starting point for anybody who has themselves a mental disorder label or whose child is maybe on the verge of getting a mental disorder label, just read the definition, see if the string of words mean anything to you, if they make any sense to you. You will notice, for instance, that there's nothing about biology in the definition. Every layperson thinks that mental disorder is probably about biology, isn't it? But in the definition, there's nothing about biology there. It's just a string of words about clinical syndromes and this and that, and it makes no sense whatsoever. It's just the definition is just an opportunity for folks to take any array of, so to speak, symptoms, any array of behaviors, and lump them together, marry them together, come up with a Latin-sounding or Greek-sounding word, and ending up with a disorder. And it's just unfortunate that people, A, don't understand what's going on, and B, collude in this. Because if you are merely sad, if you're despairing, if you're, you know, grieving, well, then it's your job to do something. Whereas if you have the mental disorder of depression, then you can turn it over to a doctor and get a pill in response to turning it over. So unfortunately, millions and millions of people are colluding in handing over their sadness to someone else, receiving back a depression label, and now having to deal with the side effects of uh, antidepressants. Well, let's talk about that for a minute, because, you know, sometimes you are thrown into a situation. You know, you have a life event that happens. You know, you and I were talking about the fact that, you know, grief is now going to come under question. You know, let's say you're out there, Dr. Eric, You've taken mm-hmm. care of your mom or a loved one or a spouse for a number of years. And uh, it is the most, I think, it is grueling. the most, oh, it's grueling. And, you know, you're with someone for 12 years and you've cared for them. Let's say a, a, a mother or father, right? You've cared for them and then they pass. Then you've got the estate to go through. You don't really know why you're emotional about this, but you are. And we hardly know enough about grief, but but you you said that something is going to happen with you know it, with Absolutely. grief becoming a diagnosis. Absolutely. So so let's say a few things about this. I mean, characteristically and traditionally now, <clears throat> all emotional distress is treated in one of two ways. It's treated with chemicals and is treated with talk. 
Mm. And talk has the fancy name of psychotherapy, and chemicals has the fancy name of antidepressants or what have you. Now, it may be the case that you are in such a deep hole emotionally, suicidal, really in that deep hole, where you want the effects that the chemicals can produce, because chemicals do produce effects. So I'm not saying never take an antidepressant. You may, in fact, want the effects of those chemicals, but Mm -hmm. that's not the same as taking medicine for a disease. It's taking a chemical for an effect. Here's a simple analogy. You know, if you have a raging rhino charging at you, you can put it down with a tranquilizer, but that doesn't mean that you know anything about why it was raging. You just found a chemical that could put it down. And that's what's going on nowadays. There's no, there's not even any interest in what's underlying anything. It's just, does a chemical have a certain effect? If it does, let's sell it. Right. And well, that's our number one way of dealing with all distress now is with. Well, a there's not even a requirement. I mean, from what I understand, and you're you're up to date on this more than I am, but there's not even a requirement that you actually. Go talk to anybody to get a prescription. I mean, you go to somebody, you get a prescription. But, you know, nowadays, you don't even have to go to a psychiatrist. You know, there are no, certain it's nurses. Simple, it's simple checklist. You know, it, yeah. it, soon, soon, except, except that they would lose money by doing this, therefore it wouldn't happen. But mm. soon there'd be no reason why you couldn't walk, walk into your, you know, your Walmart or whatever your pharmacy is and just go to the back and, and there'd be like a check, you know, like a sign-in checklist. You just check off three things and you get your antidepressant because it's just, a checklist. There are no yeah. tests. There are no theories. There are no underlying anything. It's just do you display, you know, three of seven symptoms? And since yeah. it's all checklist based, mm. wow. Any, any, I could do it. You could do it. Yeah. Your, your son could do it. Your mother could do it. Anybody can go down a checklist and say, do you have this? Do you have this? Do you have this? Okay, great. Here you go. Wow. And that's all you know, that's going on. We're going to talk about depression when we come back from break, Dr. Eric. And, and, you know, this is really, I think this is one of the greatest controversies out there. I think it comes very close to stress, stress and depression. Uh, very, very close. Uh, let's just call them cousins. Does depression exist? What is it? Is depression a mental disorder or not? And how do you get underneath all of that? I have to tell you before we go to break, though, I think the state of Washington, the state that I live in here, I think they have a solution for it all. You want to know what that is? Yes, what? They're on the verge of legalizing marijuana in the state of Washington. <laughs> well, I think that's, though, just another chemical with an effect. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm telling you. But, okay, that'll be a whole other show, Dr. Eric, that you and I do together. Let's take a break, everyone. When we come back, we'll be taking a, uh, taking a walk down the road of depression. What is it? What isn't it? What can you do about it? And why is natural psychology so important? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Some talk networks broadcast whatever they want to, whether the vibration is high or low. Others tune in to the highest vibration possible to help people live life full out. These networks don't come along very often. But when they do, they remind us that we can achieve everything that is possible to help ourselves, to help others, and to help the planet. Hello, everyone. I'm Sue London. I'm Karen Hager. I'm CJ Liu. 
Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. These networks aren't concerned about sensationalizing bad news. They hear something on the radio and then all of a sudden their whole day is ruined. They aren't concerned about sensationalizing individuals' setbacks. Powerful, inspiring. They focus on an amazing, innovative broadcast network. You can learn a lot. That helps people rise up. That helps people become empowered. Empowered Living Radio is where you can find it. That helps people say yes to standing in the abundance and amazement that is their lives. The urge to grow. These networks remind us that everything is possible. Let us inspire you. That nothing is limited. Epic social change. That our lives are much more than anything our minds would hope us to believe. Overcome those challenges in your life. These networks help us rise and shine to the occasion of our lives. True empowerment. Transformation Talk Radio is one of these networks. Transformative radio show that will change your life. Won't you join us? Join us on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in to the Sean and Jen Show, Soul Path Insights Radio, each Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show with Sean and Jen will have you saying yes to as much abundance as you desire. Imagine a happier soul radiating energy in all areas of your life. Get ready to understand the meaning and the message in your life. Shift obstacles to opulence. Experience powerful, intuitive coaching. Live readings and transformative tools as Sean and Jen dare you to live your best life. The root cause of disease is not what you think. Doctors are treating the symptoms, not the root cause, because they haven't been trained to do so. Dr. Alex Lloyd has developed a simple technique that has saved thousands of people from lives of frustrating and debilitating illnesses. This technique has been featured on national broadcast and cable television in People, Time, and USA Today. If you are ready to heal and tired of being treated, visit DrAlexHealingCodes.com, where you will find free life-changing information. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Oh, I'm so thrilled, Dr. Eric Maisel, joining me here today. Dr. Eric, before we talk about depression, would you please give out information about your website? You've got a lot of really free downloads. It's very cool. Yeah, my main website is my name.com, ericmazel.com, and that's E-R-I-C-M-A-I-S-E-L.com. And for the natural psychology that we're chatting about, it has its own website, and that's naturalpsychology.net. And if you go there, uh, the new book, Natural Psychology, The New Psychology of Meaning, is available to you for free download. You can You can pay for it if you have an extra few bucks. But if you don't care to pay for it, you can download it for free. I want people to get this material, start to learn about value-based meaning-making and other ideas in the book. And so that's available to you. You can just go to naturalpsychology.net. 
Well, thank you. We uh, here at the Dr. Pat Show are going to make sure that we include all of this in our newsletter for our folks to download. Thank you so much for that very special offering. Um, I want to talk about depression. And and here's the stage I want to set for a moment real quick. Uh, out out in a, a little party and, you know, have a couple of kids there, right, 10 years old. I would say about 10. I'm not really good with, with age these days of young people. And, you, you know, a, a mother is, is chatting and, and says, you know, my 10-year-old walked up to me and said, I'm depressed. And, uh, and, and she looked at him and she said, what? what do you mean you're depressed? Yeah, you know, remember that uh, commercial on television the other day? Where they were, they were telling people, are you sad? Can you not do this? Do you have a hard time getting out of bed? I, and he said, I, I figured it out. I'm depressed. And he wrote down the name of the drug. He didn't spell it right because he couldn't. But he wrote down the name and it was, it started with A, B. You know what I mean? It was a billifier yep. actually. Yep. But it was a commercial. And yep. it went, and it went through all of the things. Oh, do you have a hard time getting up out of bed? Do you, you know, looking at, and he said, yeah, I hate school. I have all of these. I'm depressed. What do you do with that? Who's the you? If you're a parent, I think if you're, yeah. if, you're if you're a savvy parent, you sit down and say the following thing, which virtually no parent can say because they're not savvy enough, and that's to say, no, many things are disturbing you. You're sad, and sadness is a human reaction to many things. Virtually no one likes school, but you have to play that game for a long time, and let's see how we can play that game the best. Yes, it's hard to form relationships with friends, and friends can be cruel, so let's talk about that. But all the things you've named together do not amount to a mental disorder. And, Johnny, you really don't want a mental disorder. You don't want to think that you have a mental disorder because if you think that you have a mental disorder, then you're probably going to go down the route of medications with extreme side effects, and all that was going on were certain natural, human, unwanted phenomena, things you really didn't want, and I understand you don't want them. You don't want to be sad. You don't want to be lonely. You don't want to be bored. You don't want these things that are going on. I understand that. But let's look at each one individually, and let's not group them together and take as a group and and make out of that group a mental disorder that does not exist. Mm. Yeah. You know, in your book, you talked about, about the meaning of life, choosing the meaning of life. And I want to I want to spend a moment and talk about this, especially in terms of, you know, so many people right now that are being classified and I say classified. I don't even know if there's a classified. I don't think there's a classification called depression. But by the way, they're, they're be, being put in a box like that, you know, mm-hmm. mood swings and, and so forth. And I and I wanted to ask you, you know, what the connection is between between these things that are happening and how we feel and the meaning of life. And how you talk about this in natural psychology. Yeah. Um, meaning is important. People have meaning needs. Meaning is essentially a psychological experience. People mm-hmm. don't quite understand that. They think it's out there somewhere at the you know, top of a mountain or at a guru's feet, or that maybe it's like a lost purse. That's something that they lost and they have to go find. It's nothing like that. It's just just in quotes, just a psychological experience. And so because it's a psychological experience, we can, if not literally create it, we can influence it. We can figure out what has produced the experience of meaning in our lives previously. 
We can make guesses about what might, like starting a radio show, we can make a guess that maybe that would be a meaningful experience. We can start thinking, and this is natural psychology language, we can start thinking about both making meaning investments and seizing meaning opportunities. And when we do this, when we take a more proactive instrumental relationship to meaning, then we begin to make ourselves proud by our efforts, and we discover that by making ourselves proud by our efforts, we're less sad. We've gotten this idea about sadness being the thing that we should focus on. We should focus on our moods. Well, when do we check in on our moods? When we're least happy. We never check in on our mood when we're, you know, at a party or this or that. When we're doing well, we don't check in on our mood. We check in on our mood when we're most unhappy. So my phrase for what I just said is the idea of letting meaning trump mood. And that is focusing much more on our efforts to make meaning, on our meaning investments and our meaning opportunities, rather than on the mood we find ourselves in. To give you a quick, simple analogy, in in the days before D-Day, we don't care what mood Eisenhower's in. We just want him to do his work. And if he were to say he's unhappy or this or the other thing, we'd just say this is far too important a moment for you to get down or not get out of bed or any of those things that come with being in a bad mood. Please take care of D-Day. Well, we want to live our life more like that. We don't think that we have a D-Day on the horizon. We don't think that our efforts are that important, and that's part of the problem. But we we have to act like we matter. We have to act like our efforts matter and that we're taking our own life seriously. And when we do take our own life seriously, when we treat it more like sort of a series of D-Days, then we understand that it's more important that we make meaning than that we keep checking in on our mood. Well, this is, I love this example. I think it's great. You know, I, I love it. You know, if you want to bring it fast forward to contemporary time, right? You know, we, we wake up and, uh, you know, pr- pr- prior to uh, Oprah not being, you know, on mainstream television anymore, having her own network, you know, we wake up and we see this Oprah. And we think, oh, my God, you know, this is a woman that's got it, got it together. Then all of a sudden exactly. she talks about her childhood, you know, and she talks about abuse. And as if Oprah doesn't have a bad day, I doesn't have a bad hair day. Exactly. Right. She does, but, just like everybody else. That's right. But somewhere along the line, she made that commitment to doing the next right thing as she saw it. She made a commitment to making meaning, even on her bad days. And I'm sure she, I'm sure she had days, especially around you know weight and all of those things that you could tell plagued her. You know, she had bad days. But nevertheless, she kept her life purpose vision in mind at all times that she was going to add to the goodness of the world as she, as she understood that. And anybody can do that. And they, obviously, you can't have a national network show just by snapping your fingers. You can't do that. So you have to figure out what in your life is the equivalent for you of doing the next right thing, making meaning. People don't stop and make that list for themselves of what's going to amount to their meaning opportunities or where they're going to make their meaning investments. A, they don't have this language, but B, they also just don't stop and do that. That's why one of the practices in natural psychology is just like a half-minute morning meaning check-in with yourself where you kind of chat with yourself about where on this day you're going to make meaning and also which parts of the day can be meaning-neutral 
where you're not going to pester yourself about whether life is meaningful. You know, if you have two hours of boring chores coming up, you don't want to pester yourself about the meaningfulness of life during those two hours. What you're going to come up with is, wow, life is boring. So you want to learn how to negotiate a day so that parts of the day are meaningful because you've invested meaning in those times, and other parts you let slip by in meaning neutral without bothering yourself about what's going on. I love I you know I I love what we're talking about because it is so important. I you know I don't know if you know this Dr. Eric but on my show my daytime show uh, that I do uh um out of Seattle so many of the questions come in about my purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, my purpose in life. I don't know what to do, you know, with this career. I don't know what to do now after retirement. That number one question. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to That's do right. with myself. Um, that's right. Yeah. And this and, and is that's, that's exactly what we're speaking to. Right. Life has no purpose. There are only right. the life purposes that you create. And that's why when I talk about meaning opportunities, I think that there maybe are a score of large meaning opportunities that have always served people and provided the experience of meaning. Service is one, creativity is another, relationships are another, etc., etc. We could name them. And I do name them in, I think, Rethinking Depression. When you begin to see that there isn't a life purpose, but that there are lots of meaning opportunities, there are many Mm -hmm. of them, and that you need to create your own menu for you. For one person, it might be parenting. For another person, parenting may not be on the table at all. For one person, it may be service. For another person, it may be ambition or something else. But you need to know for yourself what might provoke the psychological experience of meaning. And then you create this menu, and then you try things out, absolutely understanding that there's no guarantee that you'll actually get the experience of meaning. There's no guarantee that something that you're going to try, let's say you decide to be of service, and you discover that all you're doing, is you join some nonprofit, and all you're doing is licking envelopes, and even though intellectually you know you're being of service, viscerally, nothing's happening for you, you're just bored. Well, you tried something, you tried to go in the direction of a certain meaning opportunity, it isn't quite working out, well, then you step back and try something new. You don't feel like there is only one life purpose because if you get stuck in that mental mistake idea of life has one purpose, then you won't have the opportunity to look at all of the life purposes that may in fact work for you. Yeah, I love this conversation because you're absolutely right. I, it is really funny for me to be able to talk about this, you know, in so many ways. But, you know, to be also an advocate for your work, Dr. Eric Maisel joining us here. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to share some of these practices. We're going to talk about how to make meaning every day of your life. You know, one of the things that's so important is to understand that we are incredibly powerful human beings and we don't have to become what other people call us. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. Did anyone teach you to be a parent? 
What if there were tools that could make your job a whole lot easier? Glenn Rice invites you to be the questionable parent you truly be in a dynamic teleseries designed to empower parents to know that they know and give you the awareness required to create ease and joy between you and your children. Check out GlennRice.com to learn more and to book a private session. Or dial 415-235-2807. What if you could teach your child how to follow their own wisdom and make trustworthy decisions? The hit radio show, Teaching from the Heart with Julie Kay, does just that. Tune in Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com to learn practical and spiritual ways to teach young people how to become confident in who they are. Each week, Julie takes on tough topics that most parents dread, like bullying, peer pressure, self-esteem, social media, relationships, and even poor grades. For more information about Julie Kay, visit MindFocusGeneration.com. Laura Longley is on a mission to remove stuckness from your life for good and replace it with happiness. Tune in each Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern for Blue Heron Wisdom Radio with Laura Longley, where authentic change takes flight. Say yes to that inspired you and goodbye to your stuckness as Laura and her guests deliver powerful ways to work through common problems in this fun and unique hit show. Check out Blue Heron Wisdom Radio with Laura Longley on ttrnetwork.com. Get ready for a new and brighter future with The Joseph Gabby Show. Consciously living your destiny. Tune in each Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com to break through stagnation and procrastination and fulfill your life's destiny. This hit show will clear mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual stuckness using numerology and an endless list of life-energizing tools live on air. To find out more, more about Joseph and how to discover the power of blueprint numerology and spiritual healing, visit www.consciouslylivingyourdestiny.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Dr. Eric Maysell joining us here today. And as he said before, you can actually download for free um, a copy of, of his book. Dr. Eric, would you mind giving out your websites one more time? Sure. To get the book, you can go to naturalpsychology.net, and you'll see the way to download it for free. You can also go to my site, ericmazel.com. There's lots of interesting stuff there. I'm doing a life purpose boot camp class in, in a few weeks, and I have about 40 books that I chat about, 40 of my books that I chat about on my site. So you can come to my site and learn more about what I do, or go to the naturalpsychology.net site and get the natural psychology book um, instantly for free. Awesome. You know, I wanted to talk a bit in this last segment about um, adopting natural psychology practices. And there are a lot of ways for people to do that. You even have a coaching program. But I wanted to take a moment to talk about this because 
I think it's so important to break things down for all of us these days into pieces that we can actually do in our lives. And sometimes things seem so complicated. And I wanted to really have a conversation about how people can get started here. Let me just name two ways, because as you say, if you start to name three or four or five or six, nobody can really hear. Mm -hmm. So let me just name two ways. The one way is the way I already mentioned, and that's what the morning meaning check-in. It's a very simple idea, but it completely reorients your day in a new way. If rather than being worried about should I have a bagel or bran flakes or what's the traffic going to be like, if you spent a half minute trying to look at your day and think through where you want, really want to invest your capital on that day and begin to take portions of your day more seriously than other portions, then you would begin to get the habit of making meaning. You begin to understand what that means. So that's the prime practice is just to orient your day in the direction of meaning. A second practice, and this connects to anxiety management, some things that we haven't talked about but that are huge matters. Another practice is the idea of marrying a deep breath, five seconds on the inhale, five seconds on the exhale, which is a traditional way to reduce anxiety known to Eastern cultures and Western cultures, to marry a deep breath with a useful thought. And the thought might be something like, perfectly fine, or I'm completely stopping, or I return with strength, or I feel supported. In other words, any phrase that would fit into the length of a breath. To use the idea of a deep breath and a useful thought as a way of centering yourself all day long and reducing your experience of anxiety. Most people don't own an anxiety management tool that actually works for them. They may read whole books on anxiety management, but at the end of it, they don't actually have a practice out of it. This is a simple practice that will work, and you can't really make meaning if you if you feel so unsafe in life, if you feel so anxious that that's the only thing on your mind are your anxiety symptoms. So I think a central practice of making meaning is learning how to manage anxiety, and this, I call them incantations, this 10-second breathing and sinking Breathing and thinking marriage bundle is a useful way to reduce your experience of anxiety. Mm. You know, when we sit down and we look at our lives, and you and I alluded, you know, we, we talked to this earlier, absolutely bombarded by messages from everywhere. I mean, right? I mentioned an example on television a, a little bit ago, but certainly there are other influences, magazines. One of the things that we don't have time to talk about right now in, in the show, but it certainly represents our pop culture, is the rise of the term bullying and what it means and the effects it has on, on, on our youth. I mean, the Amanda Todd situation of suicide is one example. So what I really would like to ask you in closing is a, a question around the, the bigger picture, how, how natural psychology and meaning can become a blueprint for living the lives we want to live. And the reason I mean that, I'm asking that question, there are many reasons why the movie The Law of Attraction didn't work for people. You know, meaning wasn't even part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can you see what I'm see what I'm saying and I'm asking and and I'm asking your personal message around this. Yeah, I think uh, there are many ways to say it. I think we have to take more personal responsibility for life. We have to evaluate life more positively. I think many millions of people have secretly, that is, they don't even know they've done it, they've evaluated life as a cheat. 
And so they're going through the motions, and they're not getting out of life what they hope to get, and therefore they have this negative evaluation. You have to change your mind, and you have to decide that your life matters. And another way that I like to say this is that you have to be the hero of your own story. You're the only one in charge of your ethics. You're the only one in charge of your meaning. There are no, from my point of view, no cosmic arbiters of these things. You have to decide these things for yourself. And to say this very simply, stand up. I think that's the, that's the gestural part of making meaning is you stand up. Stand up for yourself and you stand up for what you believe in. Yes. I love that message. Thank you so much. And, uh, and you know, it's kind of interesting because if we kind of go back a little bit when we were talking about whether or not you're a maverick, whether or not I'm a maverick, the one thing that I will say is that what we, what it sounds like both of us learned is, is how to stand up, if for no other reason but to ask the questions that so many people are pondering. Thank you so much, Dr. Eric, for all that you've done. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. Well, I want to just make sure all of you know, please, please, please go to the website, download the book on natural psychology. There's a lot in here. There's also a lot more information if you go to Dr. Eric's website um, about coaching uh, uh, and, uh, and about workshops, about his trainings classes, many of his other books. Uh, There is so much here uh, in dedication and support for all of us on our journey. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. You've been listening to The Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And uh, boy, Dr. Eric, I hope you'll come back. It'd be my pleasure. I'd love to. Okay, because I I don't know about you, but I know we didn't talk about table tennis. So we're going to have to do that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. We'll see you next time on The Dr. Pat Show. Thank you for joining us today for The Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live every Thursday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific. We are living in a time of great challenges and greater opportunity for transformation. The good news is that public awareness of the need for change is also growing exponentially. More than ever, your transformative message is needed to empower millions across the globe. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, host of The Dr. Pat Show, and I'm excited about announcing an unprecedented opportunity for growth as we expand our broadcast by launching Transformation Talk Radio and the Transformation Network. Join me and a team of amazing people and host your own show on Transformation Talk Radio. Get ready to expand your horizons, tap into the best listeners anywhere, and join one of the most positive and expansive networks today. Historically, there came a time when the boundary of water was transcended as man developed the boat and the barriers of water became freeways. Join Dr. Pat as she launches this exciting venture. To host a show, call 1-800-930-2819 or email host at transformationtalkradio.com. Transformation Talk Radio, a higher consciousness perspective. The hosts on Transformation Talk Radio offer a positive and new paradigm shift, a new vision for a collective future. They are empowering and helping all of us experience a powerful wave of personal shifts and cultural change as we break through to even greater levels of awareness. Take down our toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. Call in, connect, make sure you tap into some of the world's most empowering psychics, healers, and more. Get an on-air reading with the best. Tune in, transformationtalkradio.com. Hey, everybody, we'll see you there.
TransformationTalkRadio.com. Transform your life. I used to be afraid, and now I love. I feel like fear just cripples you and love frees you. Thank you so much for doing what you're doing and changing from fear to love and showing people that that's the only way. I love, I love, I love. I no longer fear. Thank you. You're tuned in to Transformation Talk Radio. Think the Dr. Pat shows the cat's meow? Just listen to what some of her transformative guests have had to say. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? Believe in yourself always. Remember that uh, you are a gift. You are a miracle. And the only way you can return any part of that gift is what you do with it. Live into yourself. Be that miracle. I love it. Eldon Taylor, everyone. And, and thank you, Pat. I love joining you. You're a wonderful host. Thank you. And we're going to bring Eldon back because we, we just haven't even scratched the surface here. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Thank you for listening. And keep us tuned in right here on Transformation, Transformation Talk, Talk Radio. Radio. You're tuned in to Transformation Talk Radio. Think the Dr. Pat shows the cat's meow? Just listen to what some of her transformative guests have had to say. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? I believe in yourself always. Remember that uh, you are a gift. You are a miracle. And the only way you can return any part of that gift is what you do with it. Live into yourself. Be that miracle. I love it. Eldon Taylor, everyone. And, and thank you, Pat. I love joining you. You're a wonderful host. Thank you. And we're going to bring Eldon back because we, we just haven't even scratched the surface here. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Thank you for listening. And keep us tuned in right here on Transformation, Transformation Talk, Talk Radio. Radio. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world, one listener at a time. Hello, everyone. This is Cosmic Connections with Madeline. This is Madeline Gerwig. This is Saskia Well. You're listening to Your Soul Guidance with me on Transformation Talk Radio. Hey, you guys. This is Lisa Kay, and you're listening to Success and Empowerment Radio. Hello, and welcome to Alive and Shine with Adrian Savitri. Hello. Well... Hi everyone, it's Dr. Peggy Parker and you're listening to Simple Solutions for Everyday Health. Hi everyone, I'm Christine Upchurch. And I'm Sabrina Fritz. And you're listening to Authenticity Rising. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. Hello everyone, I'm Dr. Jeff Lineweaver and you are listening to Dialogue Radio on Transformation Talk Radio. Hello everybody, I'm CJ Liu and you're listening to Fire It Up with CJ. 